Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie Mae Peluso. Thank you so much for being here. We can't do this without you. And we like to hear what you guys enjoy about the podcast. So don't forget to leave us a review, rate the podcast on Apple and iTunes, the podcast. And if you guys want to join the fan page, we're releasing the audio and video to the podcast early on the fan page. That's patreon.com forward slash Jessie Mae Peluso. And you guys know, join the YouTube revolution, Jessie Mae Peluso. You youtube.com forward slash jesse mapeluso all things and if you guys want to see me live on the road i'm going to be back out on tour real soon coming to a city near you jesse may.com for tickets that's right jesse may.com for tickets we're going to be all over we're going to be in arizona chicago I think we even have Syracuse coming up at the end of the year. We also have Minnesota, Vancouver, all over the freaking country. I said world, but I meant the country. The the country can sometimes feel like the world. And that's ethnocentrism, and that's no good for anybody. You know what is good for everybody? This podcast. Tell your friends, your moms, your cousins, your ex-boyfriends, your new girlfriends about this podcast. They all could use a little joy and, and some advice in their life. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode OG style with your girl, Jessie May. Peluso Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary, a deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's going to get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Hold for plane. Hold for plane. Hey everybody. Welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm getting all my notes to the top here. Very exciting. We're back. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. As Adam Carolla says, I like the way he says tune in. For tuning in. I don't know if you can tune in because it's not technically a radio, but I guess it's an homage to the way we used to listen to things. I have a very exciting tidbit of news for you guys. I have the scene that I'm in from Bert's new movie, The Machine. So we'll be playing that at the end of the podcast. So make sure you hang out till the end to hear and see this scene. You can see the scene if you want to watch the podcast, which you can get early on the Patreon page. If you want to get the podcast early, join the Patreon page, which you've already heard in the beginning of this. I'm choking. I have the hiccups. You know what helps with hiccups? Wine in a, in a coffee mug. This is how you drink wine during the day without getting judged. Where are all my mug wine drinkers at? Don't think I didn't put put a big old ice cube ball in there to make sure that it melts evenly. Yes, we're going to check out a scene from Bert's new movie that I'm in at the end. We're going to talk about people getting back to the way they were when they were a kid and, and when we used to have joy. Where did all the joy go? I don't know if I'm the only one who thinks that. I really miss the joy. So we're going to talk about that. I also have a whole bunch of stuff that I bought from TJ Maxx, Ross, Dress for Less, and Marshalls from last week. And a couple things from Target, but I'm going to return them. Sometimes Target's overpriced. I'm not, I'm not trying to hate, but let's be real. Sometimes it's a little overpriced. And, you know, I don't know that they're the best place to go. 
I'll say that. Maybe we should take that out. <laughs> I don't want to be attacked. But I do have all the things that I bought from the Amer- the Great American Trilogy from last week's episode. And a couple people had sent me emails. There's this one email I got from a fan that I wish I could read, but it's so long. I, I want to... Michelle Klein, thank you so much for your email. I got your email. It is such a long, in-depth message that you sent me, and it's very sweet you spent this time to sit down and write it, and I will be responding to you, but I I don't want to read the whole thing on the podcast. Maybe just a little bit. We'll read a little bit of Michelle's message that she sent me. But So I went a little crazy last week. Well, in general, yes, but last week I went a little crazy at Ross Jess for Less, Marshalls, and TJ Maxx. And... I bought a bunch of things. First of all, I brought, bought this jacket I'm wearing. It is a big oversized jacket. I'm glad that big clothes are back. I'm sure men are like, gross. We want to see the outline of your body. But as a woman, it feels good to be in loose clothing again. Just to breathe, to feel like all all of me can breathe a little bit and I can hide a little. I like to hide. It feels good to hide under just pounds of fabric. I feel like it's going to be more expensive to do laundry because my clothes are bigger, but hey. So I got this big old jacket, which I truly love. Truly, truly love because my rosé matches it. My eyeshadow matches it. My lipstick matches it. It just feels fun to be in pink. I'm not somebody who normally wears pink. I think that you dress how you feel. I think how you dress is a reflection about how you feel. And what I've learned about myself in the past is that When I was going through a depressed time, I dressed depressed. And now that I feel better, I'm dressing much lighter. You feel lighter, you dress lighter. So I feel pink. But sometimes you dress for being depressed and and, and you definitely, your outfit is a reflection of your mood for, for many reasons. So it feels good to be in clothing that is brighter these days because I do feel brighter. That's not to say that Cuntopia won't resurface and that it's completely gone. That's the thing about Cuntopia. It, it, it's, it's a snake in the grass. So you got to just, you got to be, keep your head on a swivel. You know, you got, you got to keep your head on a swivel, but your outfit is a reflection of your mood. So I, what better place to, buy some extra stuff than at Ross Dress for Less, Marshalls, or TJ Maxx. The Great American Trilogy from last week. I'm here to show you what I got. And this is one of the things that I purchased, this amazing pink jacket. Now, there's also the problem of Amazon of it all. The Amazon of it all is a real issue. Now, I like to, to support small. I'm not saying that Ross Dress for Less, TJ Maxx, and Marshalls are small because it is a larger company. But I feel like Amazon puts a a damper on the whole shopping small mentality, but sometimes the bitch has got to get some stuff quick. These are not sponsors of the podcast they are just things I want you guys to know that I have that I enjoy that are useful for me. These are privacy glass screen protector from Aileun, A-I-L-U-N. I'll put the link in the show notes. These are the best screen protectors for your cell phone. And it's privacy, meaning if somebody's sitting next to you, they can't see the flirty message that you're sending to your your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. These are great. So I'll put the show notes, the link to those. I also want to show you what I got. <laughs> Car cash. Did I need this? No. Most of the stuff I get on Amazon is a result of me having day rosé. So after this episode, I probably will be going on Amazon and adding more things to the cart that I just hit purchase on today. That's what I do. I accumulate things in my Amazon cart. And then by the end of the month, I just... 
I, 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 I do it. I, I press purchase and I take some things out. It's important to not buy all the time right in that moment because your mood really is a fluctuating entity. And sometimes you look at what is in your cart and you're like, why, why are there seven different masks, animal masks in my cart at what, at Christmas time, I had seven different animal masks. Now I was doing a lot of dances in the shower with these animal masks at the time, but still it, it, it looked questionable. And it's kind of a, uh, an oversight of the FBI that they didn't ping me, you know, set up my profile that something was going on. Who puts all those animal masks in the shopping cart? There should be some sort of system here in play to protect our youth <laughs> from people like me. So I got this car cash handbag holder. Now I got excited and I'm such a sucker because it says woman owned, invented by a woman for women. Because we have too much stuff. We need something in the front seat to hold all of the shit we bought from Marshall's, TJ Maxx, or Ross Dress for Lols. So we need this car cash, this little thing to put in between your car seats so that all the shit you bought doesn't go flying. Or you can keep your purse there as well. So I'll let you know how this goes. It just came in today. I'm super excited about it. It says, never again reach for a spilled purse in the passenger seat, which, let's be real, is very dangerous. Why do we need all that stuff right away? Why do we need to reach for our chapstick and our bag of tissues and our eyeliner why, why did we need why do we need to pick it up when we're driving 35 miles down a, a street with children crossing from schools we don't need to grab everything that's spilled out of the bag it says never again cram your purse into the floor next to dirty sneakers first of all ill no dirty sneakers allowed in my car and i have a pet peeve let me know if you guys have this pet peeve and we're still going to get into things that bothered me this week. I'm going to save it for that. I'm, I'll, I'll save it. Uh, I'm going to put it right here in my notes. It's going to be something that I feel like you guys will be on board with me. But this is just unnecessary. Keep your dirty ass shoes out of my car. I work too hard to have your cow chips in my front seat. Actually, if you have cow chips in my front seat, it means I'm on a farm and I'm probably in a better mood. Never again blindly grab for your purse in the back seat. Yeah, I just don't know what we're grabbing for. Why do we need our bags so instantaneously so i'm excited to try this purse stays in place and is easy to reach no more lipstick rolling under the seat gotta reapply for that drive for that blast through starbucks i just sounded so syracuse did you guys hear the syracuse creep in extra pocket for your other stuff in quotations it says or in parentheses it says we all have more stuff no she's not lying installs in minutes no tools required and then it says touch me so I'm touching it. It does feel very meshy. I'm very excited about this. I'll let you know if it's useful and if it works. What else did I buy? Okay. So uh, there's this Marshalls out here and it's small, but there's some good stuff in there. And I'm I, I, there's certain things I will always get at Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and Ross Ross Floss. Candles, because candles can be very expensive. Um, s luggage. Luggage is a good thing to get there. Sometimes shoes, depending on the designer and cooking wear there's you can always find good name brand cooking wear so candles i found this blue beautiful candle handmade in italy like myself and well not really italy upstate new york but it felt like italy to my dad i'm sure when he was a kid so they had two candles i bought one big mistake if there's a pair get both get both you can gift it just get both you don't need it you can't afford it you, you can gift it to somebody else so I only bought one at the time and I am so anal retentive. I am a very anal retentive person. 
and I like things to match. I have a little bit of OCD. I sat and I thought about the other candle for about four days in a row. I went back and got it. So now I've got two of these handmade Italian candles. And this is, the problem is one of them sits flush on the table, nice and flush. The other one rocks because it has a bulbous bottom. I'm jealous. I wish I had a bulbous bottom. This candle has a bulbous bottom, so it isn't flat on the bottom and it rocks. Hence why this handmade Italian candle is at the end of the the kiosk, the sales rack on the sales section, and it's just wobbling around. What we can't have in the house is a wobbling candle. So now I got to fucking go back to Marshall's and hopefully they have a replacement because I can't have just one of these candles. I realize with one on each end table that my living room basically looks like the set from Big Little Lies season three. I don't know if they have a season two, but it's giving Big Little Lies. If you haven't seen that show, rush to your device, your Apple TV, however you consume or stream and watch Big Little Lies and binge it. It's delightful. But needless to say, this wobbling candle cannot stay in the household. So now I have to go back to Marshall's, which means I'm going to be making a return and probably end up purchasing more. Do you think I bought the lumbar pillow that matches the candles? You're goddamn right. You're right. I bought the lumbar pillow that matches the candles. I love a lumbar pillow. I have about eight lumbar pillows in my house. I have one lumbar, I think, or there's a couple lumbars down there. (laughs) The point is all of my lumbars have matching pillows in the house. And did I get some uh, throw pillows? Yeah, you better believe I got blue throw pillows as well. We're going to have a coastal Christmas here at the bungalow in Venice. So I bought a bunch of stuff. I got my pink jacket. My soul feels full now. It's a problem with shopping. It's a temporary fix to the void. But hey, it's the American way. So I'm excited to get back and hopefully can find the candle that won't wobble and set my place on fire. Um, Okay, so let's get to what bothered me this week. And to the point of what I was saying before and said I wanted to wait When people put their feet on the dashboard in the passenger seat, how dare you? Where did you come from? Have you no respect? I want to Greta Thunberg you. How dare you? I feel like feet on a dashboard causes more climate issues than the way we live. Than the car that's driving the person who's sitting in the passenger seat. I feel like the feet are causing many more issues they're causing more of a hole in the ozone layer. They're, it's a bigger carbon footprint, literally and figuratively. I don't know why people do this. It seems, and to just throw, toss them up there, especially if it's not your car, you're just going to toss your feet on the dash? In, 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 when's the last time those puppies saw a shower? Because I know they had to go in a sock and in a shoe and walk around the world a little bit before they got to my car. So I don't want your dirty shoes in my car and I don't want your feet on my dashboard. I say this because I was driving and I pulled up to a light in the passenger side seat of the car next to me had a girl with her feet on the dashboard, bare feet. And I gagged in my car. I just thought it was so gross. I thought it was so gross. And I, and I wanted to scream across through my car to that car to get her feet off the dashboard. And I realized how crazy I would look. I kind of wish I would have done it because then they would have had a story forever. Like some woman in another car that had more smoke coming out of it than the Cheech and Chong mobile yelled at us because her feet were on the dashboard. I want to be like the Bill Burr or Bill Murray of, of the 
driving world just start yelling things to people for my car so that they can be like can you believe what that lady said from the other side of the uh, of the street that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be the the vehicular bandit um there's something about living in la that's very frustrating because you can't be spontaneous here there's so many people it's so spread out it's very difficult to drive around and to just it's impossible to circumvent anything in the city there's gridlock there's too many people school zones which you can't blast through because children are the future even though we probably don't have much of a future everything's gonna burn up and the banks are about to collapse but trying to get your nails done in this city is impossible that's the real important problem i'm having trying to just get your nails done you can't walk into a salon here like you can in like syracuse new york you just walk in i mean my sister likes to make an appointment being a mother i realize you have to make appointments you have to you thrive off of a schedule, but not all of us can always make an appointment. Sometimes we want it done now because it's the only time we have and we realize, oh, we need to get something done. So let's do it right now. I had one of those days. I tried to get my nails done spontaneously and no one was available. And it's really highlighted. It really highlighted how impossible it is to be spontaneous in this city. And I was pissed. I was pissed. I'm like, I just want to get my nails done. And then I realized why do I need to get my nails done? I did get them done. You better believe. But why? What a waste of money. Sure, it looks nice, but does it matter? God, I love having my nails done. Does it really matter? At the, it, when all things are considered, is this going to make that big of an impact? Because now they're $50 a pop and you got to get it done in two to three weeks. So you figure, you know, you're getting your nail. I can't do that math. There's, what, 52 weeks in a year? I mean, that's got to be at least 72 times, right? Somebody do that math for me. Let's, let's do the math. Let's see. How, how, how would we even do this? Let me, let me type it in. That's a calculator here. I found a new trick. I feel like such a boomer looking stuff up on my phone sometimes. Cal-Q-Lay-Tor. Is it Tor or Tur? It's a word you just don't. Oh, no, I definitely. Oh, no, there it is. Okay. So how would you do this? 52 divided by 3 equals 17? 17 times a year? I, I don't even know. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> I think it's about 70 times a year. Okay, so now we're going to do 17 times, let's say, 60 because, you know, maybe you get some extra stuff done to your nails. It's over $1,000 a year on nails. Now, you could invest that. Here's some Dave Ramsey shit for you. You could invest that in like a mutual fund and, and get a sweet, sweet return. I don't know if those words made sense, but it sounded very, very financial. The point is it's such a waste for nothing. It doesn't matter. And I think I might take a real reassessment of my nail spending. I want to be smarter with my spending. And, and I was so frustrated that I couldn't just get my nails done when I, I, when I wanted to. And something funny happened when I called to get my nails done after I had my brain scanned. I had my brain scanned this past week at the Amon Clinics and I had this test. You do this test where it's a focus test and it's very difficult. I have almost mastered it. I've gotten much better at it since I first started doing training with Dr. Amon and, and, and being a part of his program. But I had to get my brain scanned and do the test and all of that. And then after I, I, before the, the appointment was over, I had called to make a nail appointment. 
And so I called and I said, hey, I was wondering if you guys had some time today around noon. That's when I'm going to be free and I'd love to come get a Jalmonica. I'd love to come get a Jalmonica. So I go, hey, can I come in at 12? And she goes, oh, we only have an appointment available at 2. And I said, oh, that's a bummer. I'm, I'm not available at that time. And she goes, okay, well, let's see. So would you want to come in at 12? And I'm like, what? Did this bitch just take my idea? Did she just take my idea as her own? She said it like that. She said, like, do you want to just come in at 12? And I went, yeah. I thought that's what I said. Um, so this is your idea now? Okay. Yeah. 12 sounds great. Well, what a great idea. Thank you. So I actually got my nails done. I can't remember the name of the place. I wanted to give him a shout out because the woman was so sweet. And this is how much I love life sometimes. I'm sure you guys have these experiences where you deviate from your path or you do something different in your day and you discover, I don't know, a new restaurant or you run into a friend or you have an idea there really are gifts everywhere in life sometimes and you you have to be open to it that's it are you guys taking care of yourselves well you're in luck because care of is a subscription service that ships high quality personalized vitamins supplements and powders conveniently to your door every month all you have to do is take a short in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized doctor-backed recommendation taking the guesswork out of what supplements are best suited for you we all need a little help the individual daily packets are so convenient for travel just toss a couple in your bag your purse and you're all set you're ready to go now i have to tell you that I, you may have heard before that I have my name is Lou because not everybody can know where I live. And I didn't know what these packets were going to look like. And I got the packets and they have these like little personalized messages on each packet. And it really brought joy to my life. It's amazing how just the simplest things can bring so much joy. So on each packet, it says, hi, Lou. Today's question. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? I'd have to say some version of cheese. And I feel like that's going to make me need more vitamins and supplements. <laughs> Ironically so. I love cheese. Pizza. Uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. Ch cheese on, on salads. What makes salad better? Cheese. This one says, hi, Lou. Today's fact. The Library of Congress is the largest library in the world with more than 164 million items. Obviously, I need to learn to read more. So that's useful. Thank you so much. This one says, hi, hi Lou today's challenge take the scenic route somewhere today i love that inspirational informative and friendly and thought-provoking what other supplements are like that well care of is very very special and you guys for you we have something special for you you sharp tongue listeners all my may bays you guys are going to get 50 percent off your first care of order when you go to takecareof.com and enter code sharp 50 that's right go to takecareof.com and enter code sharp 50 so you can get messages on your daily vitamins like today's fact Historically, peanuts have been used as one of the largest ingredients in dynamite. What? Peanuts can blow places up? Wow. That's a, that peanuts pack a big punch. That's an alliteration. And also, I learned the word alliteration because I have more supplements in, in my system. Supplements? <laughs> supplements. I said supplements. I need more sup supplements. <laughs> supplements. Oh, my God. Go to take care of.
gmail.com and enter code SHARP50. So you can get messages like, have your favorite thing for lunch today. Well, guess what that is? Cheese pizza. Thank you. Take care of. Suppulence? Suppulence. Supplements? Supplements? So my gift on this particular day was discovering this place called Black Heart Coffee. I think it's in Encino, California. I'm a big Yelper. I go on Yelp. Yelp has never done me wrong. I look at the reviews. I look at the ratings. Every time I travel or go into a new city or a city I've traveled to from before, I Yelp. I'm not messing around. I'm not here to waste my time or my money. I want to, I want my senses to be titillated. If I'm going to have coffee, I want it to be a mom and pop coffee shop. I don't like Starbucks. McDonald's can go F itself. Dunkin' Donuts can go F itself. I know that's probably going to be a very polarizing topic for you guys to hear that I am not a Dunkin' Donut person, even though I did live in Massachusetts for five years. I like small coffee shops. I like independent coffee shops. Always have, always will. From the day I'm born to when I die, small coffee shops for life. So I found this small coffee shop called Black Heart Coffee. I'll put the link in the show notes to show you guys. And it's, it, it, it is uh, absolutely one of the worst cups of coffee I ever had. <laughs> and I don't like to talk crap about places. The coffee felt, felt like it was having a bad day. It was watered down or... It, it was, it was just a unique cup of coffee. It wasn't what I was hoping for. Now, I should say, I should preface this with it was a golden milk latte. You don't know what a golden milk latte is. It's what white women drink before they go do yoga. It gives them their yoga chakra. It opens up the yoga chakra. Everyone knows that. It's science. Golden milk lattes open up the yoga chakras inside women. And it's, 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 basically turmeric and a little bit of honey, sometimes pepper to activate the turmeric. Really? Is that what's happening? The turmeric's getting activated by the popper. Okay, Felicity. But anyways, this golden milk latte I've had in different coffee shops and other coffee shops, and it's one of my favorites. Got a couple shots of espresso in there. Chef's kiss. Love it. If you haven't had it, try it. And this is what I had, and it wasn't delightful. But the winner and the, the, the... redeeming MVP, we'll call it, of this place is their kimchi grilled cheese sandwich. Debbie, toss it up on the video for the people to see. Oh my God. Look at that cheesy goodness. Look at those scallion flakes. Look at the crust the crispy bread. I love when the cheese gets burnt on the outside because you guys know what it tastes like. Cheese it's when cheese gets burnt, it tastes like cheese. It's just delicious. And you're like, what's kimchi? It's, it's fermented friggin' vegetables. It's gut food at its purest form. It's prebiotic and it's delicious. And I never thought about putting kimchi in a grilled cheese. But when I tell you this grilled cheese pulled apart like it's gooey goodness was going to solve all of my childhood problems and, and cure all of my trauma. I am, I am understating what it delivered. I'm still pulling this cheese sandwich apart because it was so good. That's right. It's not even a grilled cheese. I'm calling this thing a cheese sandwich. It was so much of a, an emotional and sensual experience. My sensories, sensory and olfactory were completely overloaded. I shoved that thing into my face 
Like I wasn't going to have another meal. Like I didn't know when my next meal was going to come. And I got to tell you something I did that I don't normally do because I do eat a lot and I, I have a very big appetite. I'm a hungry, hungry hippo. I saved half of the sandwich for when I got home and I reheated that son of a bitch and relived the moment. And it was almost as good. I'm not going to lie. When I tell you this cheese sandwich changed my life. The moment I took a bite into it, I said, I got to tell all my maybays on the podcast about this. The moment I took a bite of this cheese sandwich, also known as a kimchi grilled cheese, I says, I got to tell my maybays. I got to tell my maybays. I need them to know about this because if they travel to L.A., they need to go to Black Heart Coffee. Maybe they'll have a better golden milk latte experience than I will. No offense to Black Heart Coffee. I, I, my heart isn't black. It is wide open and beating and bloody. But the, the MVP was this grilled cheese sandwich. <clears throat> and I highly recommend it. And I might even make this photo my new screensaver. And feel free, if you guys want to keep it as well, check out Black Heart Coffee when you get to California. And maybe hold off on the golden milk latte. I had a lot of crazy conversations this past week. This is not necessarily something that bothered me, but this is something interesting that I heard from my friend Candace Thompson, who is, she's kind of a deep stater. She's, she's openly conspiratorial. And, and she also talks openly about drinking her urine, which she claims have, has health benefits. I'm not here to judge. Hey, if we all got thirsty enough and there wasn't water, guess what we would be drinking? Our urine. For sure. But I got it pulled into a deep state conversation in the hallway of the comedy store with Candace Thompson, who is famous for this audio right here. Mm-hmm. This bitch was an audio that we I got from her on the Sharp Tongue podcast when she did it a while back. That is the Candace Thompson that I am talking about. And I actually wanted to give this bitch audio to my friends Kim Cognon and Sarah Weinschenk for their podcast, which is called This Bitch. So I'm gifting them that that audio, which I told them on this particular night when we were all there for this conversation that we had with Candace Thompson, who said the royals are inverted. And she said there's a lot of people in the world, lizard people, who are sexually invert. Women turn into men and the men turn into women. And then she showed me a picture of Eric Andre who posted, uh, not a picture of Eric Andre, but Eric Andre's parents who apparently are inverted lizard people. And it it was one of the wildest revelations of my life and wildest conversations that I had ever had with anyone that I have known in my life that was so for sure that this was the truth. And it made me realize how people get pulled right into a cult. I'm like, yeah, people are inverted. She was so convinced and convincing. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. The Royals are inverted. I went around and I told people after I left her, I told the dude who pulled my car out from the parking lot. I go, do you know the Royals are inverted? He said, what? I go, yeah, they're inverted. He said, where? And I said, in their private parts and they change private parts with each other. Cause I got the information wrong. You know, it's like the telephone where she, she told me that the royals are inverted and they, the men turn into women and the women turn into men. And I, I, the next one down the telephone line is me. And I'm like, did you know that the royals are very flexible and they can invert their knees backwards and forwards? And people are like, what, what are you saying? And I'm like, never mind, just give me my car. I'm trying to make connections and make new friends. But this is an interesting 
revelation. And I, I'm wondering if the Maybays out there and people listening have heard this, what you think about it. I know last week talking about Cheez-Its brought up a lot of conversation and emotions for you guys. So this is my question of the week. Do you believe in inverted people and are the royals inverted? And have you heard this? And send me articles that you've read. We, sh- we should get a little conspiratorial on this podcast. Why not? That's one area we haven't really gotten into. And I don't want to drown in it, but I wouldn't mind waiting in it a little bit, you know, dipping my toes in the conspiratorial pool, if you know what I mean. So it's also interesting to me. She also said Dua Lipa has an Adam's apple, and I feel like that's a whole other podcast topic. So we're going to save that for next week because I feel like that needs a lot of unpacking. I wouldn't even know how to unpack a, a dude's Adam's apple, let alone Dua Lipa's Adam's apple. Candace Thompson said, have you ever seen Dua Lipa's clavicle? And I said, what did you say to me? (laughs) What? Have I ever seen Dua Lipa's clavicle? She goes, yeah, that's a man's clavicle. And then I thought she meant like she had clavicle reconstructive surgery or like had a clavicle implant. And I thought, well, that might help you stand up straighter. If I could get a clavicle, a male clavicle put in my chest, it might be nice. It might make me feel a little safer. Maybe I won't need a boyfriend if I have a male clavicle in my body. I'll feel just fine. It'll feel like a hug from a man all day long. That's what we should be doing. We should be putting resources into bodily surgery to implant parts from other people so we feel less alone. Can I just have like a man's arms attached to my arms? (laughs) Remember they had the boyfriend pillow? I was sent a boyfriend pillow when I was doing girl code from oil volet because i had a, a a little commercial i did with them or like a campaign i did with them and they sent me a big ass poster of john stamos which i had for years in my living room and they sent me a boyfriend pillow and i thought that was very sweet they were like you know we know you're lonely and obsessed with john stamos so here's a boyfriend pillow i'm saying let's take the boyfriend pillow idea a step further and just sew a boyfriend onto us kind of like the human centipede but less gross It's still pretty gross and desperate. It takes desperation to another level. So we'll move right along. I'm going to try and find Eric Andre's photos of his parents and add to this episode. So maybe it's already been up, but I'll have to see if we can find it. Um, so speaking of, so I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the Burt, the machine, the movie that I'm in, and we're going to get to this cheese it commercial that someone sent to me because we were talking about Cheez-Its last week. And it's this commercial that makes me want to redo it. So when I go to Syracuse next week, I'm going to attempt to recreate this commercial and I'll play it for you guys right now. I'm going to watch it while you guys watch it. So it's a winter themed commercial and there's someone setting it up. They're on the top of a mountain this guy's frozen, but he sees the Cheez-It trail. And he's like, come on, I'm going to get the Cheez-Its. And then he goes flying down. His pants are off and the Cheez-Its are just pummeling down the pie hole. And he's living his best life, right? And, and it, it just looks like a, a blast, literally a blast, an ice blast. And I'm going to try and recreate this down my sister's hill at her house. Wish me luck. It made me realize that one, our devices are always listening. I think a fan might have sent me this commercial. If you know who you are, let me know so I can give you a proper shout out for that. And um, two, Cheez-Its are just as good, classic, and cold, apparently. 
on this big ass snowy mountain. So I'm excited to try and recreate that. Um, before we get to the Burt reel, someone asked me a question and they asked to remain, um, uh, what is the word? Wow. Uh, anonymous. Thank you so much. Nobody. And so I'm going to honor that because there's been a couple of times where I've accidentally said the name of the person who's asking a question and not everybody needs to be pulled out and, and have their name publicized. So if you guys have advice or questions, we can do that on the Dr. P episodes, but also once in a while we can answer them here. So this person says, busy job and like alone time. How do you balance a relationship where the partner makes themselves available during your free time, but you still need alone time? Now that's tough because I feel like a lot of life can be better dealt with if there's more balance. A lot of the problems we have are because there's an imbalance in our life, in our relationships, in our being. If there's an imbalance anywhere, it can cause problems. And I think that's, you know, essentially what disease is, is an imbalance within your body. And I think stress is an imbalance within your energy. So you can go on and on with this, I think. But in relationships, it's all about balance. It's a, it's a give and take. It's um, it's not 50-50. Sometimes it's 60-40. Sometimes it's 30-70. It is a constant fluctuation and finding the balance within that fluctuation. And I think when the partner is available during your free time, you really need to carve out time for yourself because the time you spend with them will not be quality time. And it's all about that quality time. But you also need to be able to spend all types of time with your partner. They need to see you in all aspects. So there is a balance to that. But the most important thing is that you put the oxygen mask over your face first, right? That's what we're told on the airplanes. And I think that's a metaphor for life. So you have to learn how to create balance for yourself in your own life so that you can show up better for those in your life as as a fully rested and emotionally available person. But it doesn't always have to be perfect. We, we don't need to put such a pressure on ourselves. And I think we do that too much. I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect all the time and to always be available. And people-pleasing only hurts the person who's trying to please the people. And this can turn into a real people-pleasing situation where you're trying to please your, your significant other, your spouse, before you take care of yourself. So I think the most important thing for you to do is recharge your own battery battery before you try to recharge somebody else's. You've got to plug yourself into the wall so that whoever you're with doesn't deplete you. And that can happen sometimes in relationships where the energy shifts back and forth. And if you don't have much to give, that can turn into unnecessary arguments. So I think to avoid arguments, to avoid unnecessary strife and tension, take some rest, take a nap. And be open with the person you're in the relationship with. Like, I want to spend so much time with you, but I really need to rest. But then you also have to ask yourself if this is what it's coming down to, where you're only able to carve out a little bit of time for this person. Do you really want them in your life? Because I also am a firm believer that if you want to see someone, you will see them. You will spend time with them. It doesn't matter how tired you are. You make time for the people you want to make time for. And so you really have to be honest with yourself in, in being honest about if you want this person in your life and are you just using your busy time and exhaustion as an excuse to not see them. So there's a lot to ask yourself, but most importantly, you got to take care of yourself and your energy because if you don't, others will deplete your energy quicker than anything. You will become completely drained and that's no good for anybody. 
So I think if you have a busy job and you love your alone time, you need to vocalize that and make requests. That's one thing I learned from my therapist is you have to make requests and not be afraid to disappoint people. Because the moment you stop becoming afraid of disappointing people is the moment you start recharging yourself. So take a step in that direction of freeing yourself of the guilt of disappointing people. And then you'll start to really create a space around yourself. You guys know I love that that um, quote or, or that tidbit uh, soundbite. I think it's from Dr. Hyman. Somebody will we'll have to I'll have to fact check it, but creating a boundary around your health that is non-negotiable. And that's vital for you. I've done it. And when I don't do it, I feel the ramifications of it. I feel, I feel the effects of it. So I think you need to figure out whatever that routine is for yourself so that you're creating a boundary around your health. So you're able to show up fully and present for your loved ones and for yourself. Um, there's a couple May Bay images here that I, I looked into. You guys sent me some stuff I want to touch base on. Um, my old school OG fan, Blake Sherman. Blakey Sherms, how you doing? I posted a picture on my IG story and I said, DM me topics you'd like to hear me discuss on the Sharp Tongue podcast. And he says, your future plans to have a Paluso farm and ranch. I, I threaten it on a daily basis, especially living in LA where it is so saturated with people and concrete. The idea of living in just an oasis, like a homestead. Basically, basically, I want to move to where Jewel ran away from. That's my idea of, of a happy place. My happy place is Jewel's source of childhood trauma. And I just want to move to the Alaskan homestead. That's where I want to escape to. That's, that's, that's where my bliss is, is, is the place where Jewel ran away from, lived in a van and wrote songs about. So somehow I'm going to find that and create it for myself. And I don't know how, I don't know when it feels like, I feel like a Disney princess at that precipice in the movie where I'm like, I don't know how, I don't know who. I want to stay all day on the farm. That's where I'm at in my life. So if I could just get that Alaskan address, Jules, Jules, that would be great. That's what her friends call her, Jules. So Blakey Sherm's to be determined on the Paluso farm and ranch, but it is, it is a dream and it's not a pipe dream. I've got a list of stuff that I like to accomplish and I always look at it every day and I see check marks. So if I have an idea in my mind, I figure it out. Uh, we got a message from a kid named Colin. Colin says, just watched episode one of Tattoo Redo. Do you have bad writers for your script? Or are you actually that annoying? Well, Colin, I I responded on IG. This is what I said to Colin. Normally, I don't respond to these messages. But since you guys know I've been in a mood, I responded. I said, good morning, Colin. Happy belated Thanksgiving. This was a while back. We don't have writers. Did you have a bad childhood? Or are you actually that sad of a person you felt the need to share such negativity before you went to bed? Because he sent this at 10, 16 p.m. I said, wishing you a better outlook. XX Jesse May. He saw it and never responded. So, Colin, I hope you found your happy place. And I hope you learned that negativity, while there is some constructive criticism in there, is never the answer. Um, and thank you for calling me annoying. You're not wrong. You're just rude. You're rude. Okay. That's the problem. You're freaking rude. So you guys are probably dying to know about the Burt, the machine movie 
and my scene. I'm so excited. I couldn't tell you guys about this, but I am in Bert's new movie, Bert Kreischer's new movie, The Machine. I play a Russian spy. A lot of people hit me up. They're like, oh my God, we can't believe that's you. Uh, I had this fan, Matt, uh, Great Gadsby 26. He said, holy hell, got excited about you and Burt Kreischer's new movie. Um, another one of my friends said, oh my God, you're the Russian villain in the machine. So the word is out. Bird is the word. Bert is the word. And yes, I am the Russian villain in the new machine movie. And um, we're going to play the trailer for you guys. So I hope you enjoy that as well. <laughs> And thank you to all my fans who have sent me messages and have sent me emails. This message that I got from, uh, let's see, what is her name? Michelle. It's so long, Michelle. I'm going to type you a message back, but she says, love you so much. Uh, She mentions about how great I am on Ryan's podcast, the, The Honeydew, which I've done a couple episodes of. And, um, she said how much podcasts have helped her, your mama's house and everything, get her through a lot of stuff, which is great. We love to hear that. We love to hear how podcasts are helping you guys. Cause I know a lot of you listen to them while you're doing impossible jobs, being moms and dads and single moms and single dads and working late night shifts. I hear your messages. I see, um, I don't see you guys, but I, I read the messages you guys send. So thank you. However you listen to this podcast, I appreciate you so much. But Michelle goes on and on. She says, Cheez-Its. Exactly. I almost took a picture of the gas station for you tonight because the gas station even had over 10 different versions. Why? Why fuck with, with not what's not broken? Right. Keep one thing classic. That's a thing. Why can't we just keep one thing classic? Um, she goes on to say how she has diarrhea of the mouth because she left such a long email. But thank you so much, Michelle. I'll read through your email and, and respond back. And I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Again, make sure you're carving out time for yourself and, and making sure you're creating some space for yourself so you can be there for your loved ones. Before we go, remember how I said I wanted to redo my bedroom? And it was something that I was saving for and a big deal for me. Well, I got an email from the Pottery and Bard. And it said, how to refresh your bedroom. The phones are listening, guys. The phones are freaking listening. It's nothing new. It's not new news. But it really freaked me out. And then I felt better because somebody sent a picture of a hot babe in an outfit. She thought it was me. Everyone thought I was somebody else this week. And you know what? We can all find a place to be the best version of ourselves. And whatever that is for you, hopefully you discover it. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you had fun. And I hope you enjoy The Machine, the movie that I'm in. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.